My Friends Friends podcast. I'm one of your friends, Simone, and I live in Perugia, Italy. And I'm one of your fiends, Paris, coming to you from Würzburg, Germany. So recently, Paris and I realized that we both love celebrating moments when our friends become friends and laughing about the times when interpersonal chemistry surprised us. So a couple of times a month, we'll introduce our friends from around the world to each other Talk some nonsense and play some games and get to know one another. Prepare yourself to want to go out and make new friends or reconnect with old friends to learn about how friendship takes on a different form for all of us and to hear oodles of laughter. Hey, friend. Hello, fiend. (laughs) I'm already laughing. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Today, we are coming to you from Perugia, Italy, where we are sitting thigh to thigh in front of the single microphone. (laughs) Very close together and cuddling in a very warm room. I'm going to start sweating. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. We are having a blast. Yes, Paris, who's now apparently speaking in the third person. Um, I decided that given some of the lifted corona restrictions within Europe mm-hmm. to travel very safely down mm-hmm. to Italy to visit Simone and Andre mm-hmm. um, and do some home office from their wonderfully cute Italian abode um, in Perugia. And so we spent a weekend in Verona, which was your guys' first time there, right? Yeah, we loved it. It is just such a fabulous city. We ate well. It's so gorgeous. We got to do a little Romeo and Juliet um, experiencing of the the city. And then I properly made you watch Shakespeare in Love. Yes! And we have not watched the um, Leonardo and Claire Danes. No, we have not, which, um, so I've, I've been here for almost 10 days in Italy and, um, one last, one last night for me here, which is so sad, sad. but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be excited to get out of the heat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, you could probably say where you're going next because currently it's a little bit of a secret agent mission. It's a surprise to somebody, but by the time this comes out, the surprise will have happened. It will. So, given given the, again, just making this very clear, that the traveling mm. is being done with uh, masks, hand mm-hmm. sanitizer, staying away from people. Mm-hmm. Um, those listening in the U.S., it's a little bit different here um, in mm-hmm. Europe. Um, but I... I'm going to surprise Flo for her yeah. birthday on Monday to England, and I'm just so excited. Yeah. Mostly because I just didn't think that I'd be going back to England for a while. I really didn't want to fly, um, mm-hmm. just given all the stuff. Um, taking the train is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, there's a lot more room on the train, mm-hmm. um, which sounds strange, but I don't know. Those yeah, who you're have... able to spread out more. Yeah. Um, so, I but I decided... When I spoke to Flo last week and we were talking about what she wanted for her birthday, mm. I know she made the offhand comment that she would really like you to, know, be together. to be together. And um, so I promptly hopped on the computer and found an excellent flight from Italy. As Paris is known to do. <laughs> Yeah. And so I get to, I I will be in England um, on Monday for Flo's birthday. So happy birthday, Flo. Happy birthday, Flo. We hope that you love um, hanging out 
with Paris. We know <laughs> and you if will. You, and if you don't. And if you don't, hmm. please don't tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, all right. Well, so the one of the fabulous things, so Simone and I pretty much talk every day mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the nice things about being together is we can talk almost all day long, which yep. for some people. We're good at we are good at it mm-hmm. in a really, hmm, I don't know what the right word is, deep way. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I like. So. That's, yeah, that's not a shock, I think, for me or for our listeners, because given the conversations we've had with people, mm. there's kind of a common thread of like, oh, I met Paris and then we talked about deep stuff. Or, <laughs> oh, I talked about Simone, I met Simone and we talked about real things. I think that's something we really value. Yes, and that... So this is something we were discussing yesterday, right? Mm. The fact that we've decided, and Andre put it very well, and now I can't remember what it was, that we, some people associate friendship and the the depth of your friendship mm-hmm. with people based off of time. Mm-hmm. And we were just discussing the differences possibly between European culture and American culture, mm-hmm. um, because I know that there are just some people that I've met and within days yeah you just so like charlotte when we mm-hmm. talked about we how talked we, ha- we had this conversation that. and then mm-hmm. it was like oh hello yeah um click and so i think that that's that's also something again that that the quality no that the friendship isn't the depth of the friendship isn't based off of time necessarily mm-hmm. it's based off of the depth in which you get to and the things that you talk about which yeah. can be very surprising i think for some of the people we've met yeah. here. Yes, we were talking about things people have said or surprises of just like, you know, oh, thanks for talking about this deep thing with me. We haven't been friends for that long. And we've said, oh, well. That's a thing? We, we or yeah, we're happy to do, to talk about that stuff because we value you as a friend, even if mm-hmm. we haven't been friends for a long time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some things we sent Ooh. out, we, we posted on Instagram. Oh yes. We, <laughs> we, Simone, who's our amazing, um, publicist here. Oh my goodness. So, I just show up. <laughs> Paris has lots of value. Mm-mm. And so we posted on Instagram and asked for some recommendations of things we should talk about since we're together. And... It's just been such a lovely time also because we haven't spent a ton of time, as we mentioned previously, just one-on-one. And we've mm-hmm. gotten to spend a ton of time one-on-one. And some, a couple of people gave us some suggestions, which we were thrilled to see. And the first one was favorite foods. Mm. So... I am excited to hear in Paris about your favorite foods, or good thing it's plur- plural. Yeah, foods. Uh. Foods. It could also be one food for you, one food for me. That's foods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're allowed uh, to have more than one, though. Oh gosh, I think so. We've been talking about this too, right? Uh-huh. Because as we've mentioned multiple times. Simone's husband, Andre, is mm-hmm. a fabulous cook. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Gabe, 
I totally now understand your dream <laughs> dream vacation of being in Greece, just having Andre cook and hang out all day. Um, so this is very difficult for me, but I think my favorite food, like if I have to just go with a food, is probably peanut butter. Oh my goodness! Very American. Yes, very. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> oh, that's not something that is always the easiest thing to find here no. in Europe. Fortunately, it is getting easier. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I think if I had to go hands down, like favorite food, it would be peanut butter. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Crunchy peanut oh, butter. Oh, crunchy! I used to be a smooth natural, gal. Oh, absolutely natural. natural just peanuts. Yeah, just peanuts, peanuts and salt. And salt. Okay. But I used to be a smooth gal. And then I just decided I like a little crunch in my life. <laughs> what about um, brand of peanut butter, putting peanut butter on things, flavor, peanut mm. butter flavored things? I'm wondering your thoughts about that. Oh, so there's a really fabulous brand of peanut butter in the U.S. that Lacey introduced me to, mm-hmm. one of my friends, obviously, mm-hmm. um, called Adams. Okay. I have. Mm-hmm. I've only. I'm found not that fl- uh, familiar with peanut butter brands. Fluent so. in peanut Flu- butter. <laughs> I was gonna say fluent in peanut butter no, brands. Yes. Um, Adams. I've only ever seen it in the, the US. US. Okay. Um, in in Huddersfield, mm-hmm. there was this amazing brand, and I feel like a dingbat because I cannot remember it. But it was mm. a local. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Peanutty or something like that. Okay. I'm gonna have to find it. We'll link it below. Yeah. Because it's. Just absolutely delicious. Totally. Um, that was my favorite brand. You could buy it um, at the local, my favorite coffee shop in Huddersfield, which is Arcade Cafe, which we can also link because, oh gosh, they're amazing. Um, but I do pretty much like anything peanut butter flavored. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and yeah. I will dip anything, anything in peanut, in peanut butter. butter. Anything in peanut butter? We used to yeah. dip mushrooms and peanut butter no stop it yes <laughs> what is the appeal of that the peanut butter <laughs> it's a vehicle the, but yeah. i i haven't well i had a i had a weird episode with raw mushrooms one time and i have not had them since this okay. is like five years ago so we're sticking with the peanut butter on peanut butter yeah we're sticking on peanut butter on peanut butter so yeah anyway pretty much just peanut butter anything okay i love that Mm -hmm. um so what about you what's your favorite food my favorite food is actually this ties into the other question someone asked us but ice cream that is your favorite food it's i don't even know if it counts because both of these things don't feel like food things like peanut butter and ice cream feel like snark spread and dessert like and Uh, i think of favorite food as as not those things, but they are. So we're we're breaking boundaries here. We're <laughs> we are really getting out there. But ice cream um, is like a comfort food for me. Is a fun food. It. I grew up eating bluebell ice cream mm. every night after dinner with like Sunday status, like mm-hmm. chocolate syrup, whipped cream. <sighs> wow. Um, uh, and so. I'm a Texas girl at heart, grew up 18 years in Texas, and we love our Bluebell, so... Now, where is Bluebell from? Is it from Texas? It's from, it's from Brenham, Austin. Texas. Okay. I have been to the factory, oh, and it's lovely, and um, homemade vanilla. That's, that's my your favorite. Fla- that's my flavor. Does it 
have the little bean? No, it's not vanilla bean. Oh, that's a, okay. It's a different flavor. Than oh, that. okay. <laughs> but um, so that's probably my top food ever. Okay. But it's closely followed. This is also very Texan of me, um, and not very environmental of me, which is one of the core things I consider myself to be is a person that's passionate about the environment, but steak. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that at all. It is. It is, like, one of my favorite dinners, favorite um, meals ever is, Mm -hmm. specifically with Heather, Mm -hmm. in Croatia after we went to Kirka National Park, where... It was just the dreamiest natural area with waterfalls and you're walking along a boardwalk that's in a forest over water. Like, it's just Fern Gully, pretty much. And you're watching, you're just walking through Fern Gully. And then we were, like, super hungry after that day. We went to a restaurant. It was pretty reasonably priced and I had steak with pepper sauce and, like, veggies and, um, uh, potatoes, I think. And it was the perfect, because when you're just, you've been exercising, walking, Mm. um, you're ravenous, you, it's the most satisfying thing after the most gorgeous day. We were so, um, happy after that whole day and that amazing meal, because we all each loved our food. There was a park in town, this tiny little town on the water with sailboats and shops and teeny, teeny, tiny. And there was this really nice little park with this jungle gym equipment. And we were doing the Olympics is what we called it. (laughs) We were doing every jungle gym uh, contraption that was possible and ranking each other, scoring each other, you know. Everyone had all tens. It was just... The goofiest, most fun night, and I think of steak and my happy place in the Olympics now. Now, to top it off, did the winners get ice cream? (laughs) I don't think we had ice cream that night, but that is probably the best combination ever is steak and then ice cream Mm. afterwards. And then I probably wouldn't eat for (laughs) a long time after that because I'd be very full. So... Another one of the suggestions was, of course, you can't go to Italy and not talk about gelato. Yes. So, I what was the vanilla home homemade vanilla mm-hmm. homemade? So, what is your favorite gelato mm. flavor? Yeah, which is different than ice cream. Mm-hmm. I probably love anything with Nutella. Oh, so any kind of and actually, this is on our website. This is on my little about me. Oh yes, yeah. But you haven't actually, when we've, so what, we've had a, Nutella, uh, Nutella, we've had gelato a couple mm-hmm. times. You have not gotten any Nutella type flavors. Was that an option when we've been out and about? So it has to be Nutella, not like chocolate and hazelnut. I feel it like is they're different. Some... So mm. there's like a uh, vanilla cream, just like a mm. cream base mm-hmm. with Nutella swirled into it. Oh. That is where it's at. Where it's at. So, probably that's my top, but, I mean, I love a lot of gelato flavors. (laughs) I'm less, I'm one of those, like, creamy, chocolatey, 
people mm-hmm. um, more than like the fruity and Andre loves the fruity. Yes. So, he but has... if I am going to get fruity, like if it's a really hot day, I do love a lemon. Mm. What did you have? Lemon and basil? The other lemon and basil, Michaela at Lick. Which I had, n- mm. holy. Holy moly. Holy moly. Ice mm. uh, gelato. Holy moly gelato. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the Nutella type flavors. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you? So my, oh God, this is pistachio. Just pistachio mm-hmm. gelato, please. All mm-hmm. of it, every single day of all days of the year. <laughs> and yeah, just pistachio. That's pretty much all I want. Yeah. The, the second, because in Italy, which is fun, and I think honestly the same when I think about it in Germany, if you get a small, you get you still get two flavors, even though this yes. is the tiniest cup this you've ever seen in your life. This is how it should be everywhere. It should. Mm-hmm. So for me, the pistachio is a given, and the other one is a wild card. Is a wild card. I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. And I had your pistachio the other day at Lick, our favorite gelato place in Perugia, and I just realized, like, I have not been ordering pistachio gelato at all when I've been living here, and that's a mistake. Mm. Oh, it was delicious. You're welcome. I yeah. give I give you this for free. I need to <laughs> <laughs> this realization. <laughs> um, I need to get on that train, the pistachio train. Um, so yeah, thanks for the questions, guys. Mm-hmm. We had some good. Uh, what were some favorites that were mentioned? Lemon and hazelnut. There were some fa- favorites mentioned. Oh, I think it was lemon and hazelnut. Was it? I think so. Sorry, Stephanie. I can't remember. Yeah, Stephanie, correct us if we're wrong. Because I left my phone in the other room on purpose. So she was saying that, yeah, Fritz, her son, mm-hmm. I think he was the one who liked the lemon. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Which Fritz is, oh, now I'm going to screw this up, three? No, he's four now. I think he's four now. Oh, I feel he so bad. very cute. He is adorable. Yeah. And you know how I feel about children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Do you feel similarly to children as you feel about dogs? 100%. <laughs> but I do really like Fritz and um, Harrison. Then that's a that's a sign, you know. And Lucy, yeah. which is their... Dog? No, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very fun to hear about um, from you. Because mm-hmm. it's important things to know for your good friends. Oh, yes. Your favorite foods. Uh-huh. And, and gelato flavors, too. <laughs> Possibly more important. Sub, 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 favorite foods, subsection, gelato. Yes. Well, the next thing we were going to do is kind of, we had an idea for our salt and pepper sessions, is what I'm calling them, which is to, in general, each of us ask the other one a question. Mm-hmm. This, this part of the podcast is still evolving, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about of course i have a question for you i'm ready what's been your favorite part of the trip (laughs) i should have expected this (laughs) it's not a shocker question. it's not a shocker oh hmm i think my favorite part of the trip has been being here at oh okay i know and it sounds so stupid. What? No, it doesn't. I mean, maybe it does. Yeah. Let's I mean, listen. I mean, if people are like, Paris, you're in Italy. They can have gelato. You can da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. No, my favorite part of this whole trip has been working oh. during the day yeah. in one room. Yeah. And you working in the other room. Yeah. And Andre doing his stuff yeah. in the other room. And either I love it. knowing that when I talk at the computer, 
one, somebody else can hear me. <laughs> and two, sometimes they respond. Yeah, we do. So I've just really enjoyed being able to talk. And again, it's, again, it sounds stupid because it's not very particular to Italy. But this whole thing about just being working in the same place as somebody. And I guess it kind of molds into the fact that, again, like we've discussed, Andre is a fabulous chef and really enjoys cooking. And, you know, this is the first time in years that I finish work. We would do a workout or something. And he's like, here you go, dinner served. I know. And it's not just, you know, out of a... Okay, let me... Not anywhere near out of a box dinner, right? It's been thought about. It's been... Yeah. Planned. No, it's been... It's been cooked with love, right? Yes. And yes. And so... That then kind of rolls into the fact that we will go sit on sit out on the terrace, yeah. enjoy a, a cocktail, yeah. and have the dinner, and just enjoy the evening. And so that has been my favorite thing mm-hmm. out of the trip, which has nothing to do with Italy per se. No, because it's not. It's I think that's great because it's why we're what the best experiences I have with my friends that come to visit, Mm -hmm. our friends that say, we're excited to come to Italy, but mostly we're just excited to hang out. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel very loved. Mm. So I completely agree. And that's been so lovely for me to also be working because I also work from home and to just have somebody to pop over and say, hey, I'm taking a break or Mm -hmm. something. And um, it's lovely. So, I like that part, too. I also really like how you have an idea of what would interest me when we go through Perugia Mm, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Etruscan? Uh Uh-huh. The Etruscan well. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Engineer mind blown. It's been fun to take people... So, we'll describe what it is really quickly. Mm. There's a well... In our city, 37, where we live, 37 meters down. 37 meters deep, built in the 3rd century BC. So, so old you can't really even understand. Like, no. my brain does not really grasp how old that is. It's no. very old. And it is still working. It yeah. still works. It's made of stone. Mm-hmm. And. It's made of the same stone that surrounded the city walls, or still surrounds a lot of the city. Mm -hmm. And so that's how they dated it. And it is supported by these... Trusses. Trusses. I wanted to say cross beams, and I feel like that's similar Yeah, yeah. It's the same concept. It's the the layman's version. No, it's all good. So... So, yeah, and it's held up by these beams that are positioned so that they're creating pressure that then supports themselves and the well, and there's no mortar used. It's just they're very mind-blowing to stone, me. and they're huge. Huge. Like, I think they said it weighs something like a ton. Or, it's it a huge. It's a huge. I did not. We Because you, you go and you watch a little video about mm-hmm. it, so you get the history, and then you see the well, mm-hmm. and I don't know what was wrong with my brain, but I was not thinking. And then and you go down and you see it, kind of thing, and you're like, 
blown away. Well, the theme of Paris's trip here has been, wow! Wow! Yeah, you guys, uh, if you've been following along on our Instagram, Paris has been... <laughs> Just saying, we, we've been driving past sunflower fields or eating gelato, and it's the best experience because living in a beautiful place like this, sometimes you get a little, we get a little desensitized, mm-hmm, and absolutely. then we have friends come, and they are so excited to see everything, and it makes us, you know, I, I still get excited mm-hmm. to see sunflower fields that are amazing, but still, it hearing hearing them go, wow, and so we were sharing that on Instagram, it was fun. Um, anyways, this well is so much uh, fun to see, and it is three euros a person mm-hmm. to go down into it, which is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I loved taking you there. I loved taking my dad there as well because he's also an engineer, and he had a very similar reaction as you. It's so just unbelievable. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So my favorite part of the trip, yeah. I think, has has been... Just walking around the city and talking a lot. Mm. I know we've already kind of mentioned that we've been having a great time talking and talking about deep things, but it's just so refreshing to be around somebody who is vulnerable and shares openly about themselves and their life. And Mm. that's very... It makes me feel loved and... Paris is very gifted, I think, in being... You are very gifted. I was talking to the listeners. But I was... Just in being herself in a way that I think enables other people to be themselves. Yes. And that's... Yeah, that's pretty much her goal in life. And I think she's accomplished it. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um... You're going to ask me a question now. Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> She's very excited about this question. She has some uh, looks going on. I do. Okay. So, you mentioned this, uh, I think on the, one of the very first episodes, or what, the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And so, I wanted to know how you found it. Mm-hmm. And then, one night on the terrace, I took the Enneagram quiz. Quiz. Yeah. So I just thought maybe you could give like a little bit of a background on what it is Mm -hmm. and then how you found it. And then what I really want to understand is how you use it and how it influences possibly your reactions with people or how you, how it helps you to understand them or Mm -hmm. does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really curious because I I don't know if I do a great job of actually using it, but we could talk about it. Okay. Well, it's really popular in Christian circles Mm -hmm. actually. Um, but our friends Jeff and Jennifer here, mm-hmm. um, told us about it, really, and they're really into it. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, we had told us about it and we were chatting about it, and then we were saying, like you said, oh, that sounds so interesting. Mm. And so we took the quiz and got our number, mm-hmm. and then I read a book about it that was mm-hmm. very in-depth. And, um, so I am a number two, which I might have mentioned before, Mm -hmm. and you have wings, so I'm a wing three, and Andre is a number eight, wing seven, if Mm -hmm. we determined. Yep. We also determined, um, this was so funny, so when (laughs) Paris took the quiz, Mm. she got an initial result of 
being the same personality type as me. And then when we read the description for that, and we all were kind of like, mm, I don't think this really fits. Mm-mm. So she took a different quiz, because there's lots of quizzes you can just Google, and found out that she was the same personality type as Andre from this <laughs> quiz. And when she was reading the descriptions, then we kind of said, oh, that feels more correct. Yes. <laughs> more of a match. Yes. And so that was kind of fun. And... So then when it comes to application of it, I think it's helped Andre and I understand our conflict a bit more mm, mm-hmm. because it's it's enabled, for example, we've talked about this, how Andre's personality type can be very critical mm-hmm. and that when I have understood that that criticism isn't necessarily coming from a place of negativity, it's actually coming from a place of positivity and wanting the best for people and the best for the world or himself. Yeah. It it is different. To me though, we have also talked about how somebody being critical of a place or anything mm-hmm. can influence our the hearers feeling about it mm-hmm. and how um I feel like I'm a very positive person And, again, not that Andre is a very negative person, but just that his expression can come across as critical can sometimes create conflict for us or tension. Um, Whereas, really, he's just kind of stating facts and mm -hmm. then moving on from it. Yeah. So, for example, we'll be driving down a road, and the road is nice. Mm-hmm. And the road is has no potholes or anything. And in our city, we have a lot of... It's, we don't have as much money here, so we have more potholes and that kind of thing. And he'll say, oh, this road is so nice. There's not, like, a ton of potholes and stuff. Or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I will be like, do you have to talk about the potholes? Like, can you just say <laughs> that the road is nice and leave it at that, you know? Which sounds so benign and silly. But I think it's that, like, the little things build up in my Uh, mind and in my body and then they kind of come out like that so um that's a that's an interesting example I mm -hmm. think anything else I don't know does that answer it at all yeah no because again I think that if you're going to learn something then you should apply it or you should have a a a capacity or a thought of how to apply it right Mm -hmm. because I think that I don't know, and maybe this doesn't make any sense again, but that that is part of the the point of learning things and understanding things mm. is to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always just curious, okay, I, you have all this, you've done all this research, do you just kind of let it go or do you mm-hmm. try and remember it? And I'm not saying that, I mean, I do that too. I think if so, I've learned something and then I'm like, oh, and then I completely forget about it. And mm-hmm. then, oh, no, 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 okay, wait, I need to, how do I apply this? Yeah. So especially if it's something that has to do with personalities and we define these types of things to better understand each mm-hmm. other. And so. Yeah. And ourselves, mm-hmm. I'm not a very introspective person at all. Mm. And so something like this is actually very helpful for me to understand myself or understand Mm -hmm. my relationship with God. A lot of the Enneagram, at least, has a spiritual component to it, Mm -hmm. depending on how, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And my personality type 
is very much based on others and other people. Mm. And I find it very hard to have a relationship with God, and depending on the phase of life that I'm in, mm-hmm. but it, because God doesn't give me, or it, I think it more is, I have a hard time having tangible experiences with God by sitting down and praying and having a meditation and that mm. kind of thing. Not because I don't receive anything from those. I do feel like when I take the time to do it, I do have a positive experience, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same as sitting down with coffee with a friend. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not exactly like that. And that's so visceral to me and stimulating. Mm. It's super stimulating. So it's a common thread for people with my personality type to have a little bit more of a difficult time with that component of spirituality mm. because we're so based on reflecting other people that that lends to not being introspective and having a difficult time with that. That's really interesting, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm. So that's been helpful for me to realize and not feel so ashamed Mm -hmm. because I don't sit down in what Christians would call, you know, or evangelicals probably would call, like, have a quiet time where you, Mm. at 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour in the morning, every morning, journal or read your Bible and pray or this Mm. or that. And I've never been good at that. Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of um, listening prayer that my friend Jennifer, who I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm talked about with me um, as something she was interested in, Mm -hmm. and I found it to be absolutely lovely, so rewarding, but again, not, I have not been good about sustaining that, so it's something I'd like to do. So, having talked about that, Mm -hmm. so this is, this is also something that I've been thinking about doing. So, we, the long story short, when I was growing up, so I was baptized and had my first communion in the Catholic Church, but I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was not confirmed, and I just, as as my as my uncle would ask, Paris, what do you believe in? And I just believe in just be nice to one another. <laughs> this is my religion. Mm-hmm. Just be nice to one another. Yeah. Um, but. Having said that, we belonged to a temple for most of my um, teenage years that was called Self-Realization Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And at this temple, they really focus on meditation and your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And yes, in this particular uh, I don't group, know, group mm-hmm. yeah, in this particular group, you do have to believe in God, Mm -hmm. but I kind of, I kind of took a, another turn with it (laughs) and just said, it's kind of meditation to connect and to be with your spirit Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So I have been, and again, meditation is a big thing in it and it, it, you know, not five, 10 minutes. So Mm -hmm. I think that we, so I've been wanting to try to do meditation in the mm-hmm. morning again. Yeah. 
and I say again, let me re- let me rephrase it. I have been wanting to do meditation. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's something that you and I can hold each other accountable for. So what do you, what do you think in terms of a, cause of a we goal. want, and, and yeah, in terms of a goal of mm-hmm. like trying to create a habit mm-hmm. as well to, yeah, trying to create a habit. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are you thinking? Well, I like the idea of starting small, mm-hmm. like 10 minutes. That's, that's like, small. <laughs> it is small. But that's what Jen- Jennifer originally mm. and I, Jennifer and I originally talked about doing, so setting your phone timer, whatever, mm-hmm. for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and starting really small because, and I think this applies to meditation from what I've heard, you have to train your brain mm-hmm. to be okay with not having input for, for that long. Yes. And then you can get longer it's easier and easier so that i've experienced that Mm -hmm. when during lockdown in the spring it was we had really beautiful mornings and i had a lot of time so i was exercising and then i was meditating oh so you did it afterwards doing yeah like listening prayer Mm -hmm. and that was lovely or maybe i was even alternating i was doing Mm. one day i would do you know, work out, and then next day I would do my listening prayer, mm-hmm. and I would do it for ten minutes. And like after a couple of weeks, I felt like oh, I want to just keep going. Like it just felt like natural mm-hmm. to keep going. So I would do like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's too small. Maybe you were no, 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 no. That. That's too big. That's too big. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So I'm gonna do five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um. Okay, so so let's 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 do this. Do we want it to be a daily thing? I think so. Mm-hmm. So we're. I'm gonna write it down. How many days do we want to try and do this? For? Every week, or mm-hmm. every oh yeah, daily thing for a month. Yeah, I like this plan. We could even do daily thing for two weeks. Okay, and then check back and then talk in about the next it. time. I like this plan. Actually, we're we're gonna record the next episode in. Like five minutes, so we won't actually talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> so let's do it for let's do it for two weeks, and we'll talk about it when we talk about it. Yeah, sounds pod. good to me. Perfect. So if anyone wants to do this along with us, please keep us posted. Let us know how it's going. Let us know if it's something that you do regularly and how you do it. Yeah. How long? What What do you find helpful? We'd love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have some other goals that we want to accomplish and habits we want to form. So maybe we could talk about those in another episode. Sounds good to me. Okay. Oh my goodness. Thanks for hanging out, buddy. <laughs> um, anytime. Yeah. I would just come live here. If Please it wasn't come live here. If it wasn't so hot. I know. It's been warm, that's for sure. This is the confusion though. I am a cold person. Yeah. I run cold. Yeah. But my goodness, in the heat, I just melt. Melting. Melting. No. Melting. I think, again, I did not bring a lot of real clothes yeah. on this trip. And when I had. By real clothes, she means. <laughs> by not having real clothes, she just means athletic wear. That's what she's wear. been going with. Yes. And then when I decided to add the whole England piece oh, onto this yeah. trip, because I'm flying directly to England from mm-hmm. Italy, I was like, oh. Guess I need to bring some shirts. Yeah. And a puffer coat. <laughs> Puffy coat. So she has the whole range. I do have the whole range. Which Dresses. Mm. You're, pre- you're prepared for anything. I am prepared for anything. Who knows? It could have it could have gotten chilly here for some reason and then you would have 
not had things. Mm. So, everybody, come and find us. You can find us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. You can email us at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. And you can go to our website at myfriendsfriendspod.com. Shout out to our lovely music provider, Fran Boyg. And before we go, we wanted to give a shout out to Otic for his birthday. Happy birthday, Otic! We hope that you have a great day filled with your favorite activities and your favorite foods. Which are definitely ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Talk to you soon. I think that was great. Me too.